0: Hey everyone, Jeremy, National Fire Radio, welcome back to the podcast, yes, Pip just fell over, he's so little, and that was boisterous, so, guys, welcome back to the show, this is the Be Thankful episode, Um, actually, it's just filler, I didn't know what we wanted to do, and I needed an episode for this week, and with Thanksgiving here, I said, fuck it, let's just be thankful, um, so I grabbed Rob and uh, I grabbed Pip. Uh, Sebby was supposed to be with us, but uh, he had to put his apron on at the firehouse and uh, prep for Thanksgiving meal. Um, that's tender, I guess we'll hop into that later. Um, and so on, but guys, uh, thank you. First off, I'm thankful. Uh, I'm thankful that uh, well, I got you two in my life and uh, weird and and sappy, but that's about as sappy as I'm gonna get with this episode because I want it to be fun, I want it to be some laughs um and so on but man we've had a fun year um pip you turned it on this year with us the size up really came back uh full force um consistency in the podcast releasing every tuesday uh morning your episodes out new guests every week uh health wellness lifestyle pretty freaking cool man pretty good thank you
1: pretty freaking crazy you are most welcome Thank you. I mean, again, this I felt like when we said we're gonna do this thank you episode or be thankful, whatever you said there in your crazy intro. I'm like, are we just gonna keep saying thankful, thank you the whole time? Oh. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: No, that's about it. It's been uh-huh. a great year though.
1: It's been 30, oh, Jesus, 30 something episodes this year. We got I got in there 30 weeks in a row. So and still have one coming out next week. So Yeah,
0: I great. never saw you, I never saw you keeping up with this. So it's pretty, pretty cool, man. <laughs> me, me neither.
1: <laughs> You and me I, both, buddy.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, I think, though, too, right, is that once you get into a group, so I committed a year ago. Uh, October has been a year for me to commit to doing a new episode every day. Um, I put out, I think, this year I didn't do every day minus weekends and a couple of weeks. I took a week off here, a week off there. But I, I can say that consistently I was putting up at least three new episodes a week on the podcast channel. Um, we're hitting episode 300. Um, so I think I did like 260 episodes or something like that this year.
1: I told you how aggressive it was when you told me we're going to do that. And I'm like, that's crazy. And even the one a week has been a challenge, you know, and I've learned things along the way and I'm still learning things along the way. Um, but it's been a, just a great experience. You know, you and I talked the other day about, you know, how many people we've gotten to chat with this year. And you've got obviously got way more than I have, but that's been like one of the best parts of my year is all the guests that I've gotten to meet.
0: I think that's what it is, right? We're storytellers and we get to sit down with people. And when you truly care about people uh, and you care about their story, then it makes for a good conversation. And I think that's all we do is we just capture cool conversations. We'd have these conversations with or without people listening. So why not record them and share them? If I get enjoyment out of it and I enjoy the conversation, why not just share it, right?
1: Yeah, and I think that's, that's Rob, take notes of this one too. You know, I try to start recording once the video screen pops up. Today, we were, we were chatting for a few minutes. That we would have been a lot of edit, actually. Actually, the guy edited. Edit, it would have been, been absolutely probably,
0: hilarious. We should have done it.
1: It would have uh, been, but we probably I, would never get a podcast edited again.
0: So only recently in the last week or two, I've gotten away from uh, doing these big like intros and everything. And I just literally hit record and go because some of the best conversations, one liners come from the pre-show. So why have a pre-show? Let's just c- capture it, record it. So, yeah, that's something new I've been doing. But uh, Robert, thank you, you as well, buddy. Yes. Um, you have been there with me since day one, man. We we're partners going into this thing um, in the she shed uh, doing yeah. first couple interviews. Um and uh, you know crushing beers and not having a bathroom going outside peeing in the bushes coming back in do double banging episodes in in one night i mean the yeah. second sometimes the second episode we were kind of looking sideways a little bit after the first episode yeah. it was fun man it's just been it's just been a lot of fun the past almost six years this march will be
2: six years that's hard to believe too i i look back at some of the time and I uh, think of like, so for, for me driving from Poughkeepsie down to Franklin lakes to record was like, there uh, just was this. All right. Like, how do I not screw this up? Cause we've got something. I think it's good. I think it's good. Like I don't want to mess this up and get myself prepped for those interviews of not knowing really who we were going to talk to. Cause you just had this Rolodex of people and each night, not knowing what to expect and getting blown away because it was such just Good good guest, good lessons.
0: You know what it is? Good guests, they're just good people, right? Yeah. And we, we've interviewed uh, you know, guys that work in the largest of cities and go to fires every single day. And even in their sleep, they go to fires. And then we interview guys that you know volunteer in a sleepy town. Everybody has value to the conversation, everybody gets to have a story. Um, and that's why for me, like I, I what I've found with the podcast now for me is really finding this groove of interviewing just, and I don't mean this with any disrespect at all, but just interviewing average dudes, just guys that are a career, volunteer firemen, people that give back to the fire service organizations, people that have uh, charitable uh, outreach uh, companies, you know, like anything that influences the fire service and pushes it forward with a positive message. I want to be a part of that. And I don't yeah. think, we need to interview the top 2%. I, I just don't think we can. We have. We interview guys with name recognition that teach and travel across the country. And many of them are our dear friends that we talk with regularly. And, and most of our dear friends have never been on the show. I haven't asked yeah. them to be on the show. It's almost like I want to keep that separation in a way because, listen, there's other guys that are putting those guys on, sharing their story. Those guys teach all over the country. I'd be honored to have them on. They're friends. I know they would come on. I just think there's so many other people that have relatable stories that need to be told and nobody else is looking in the trenches for those guys and saying, Hey, you know, Frank over there in, in suburbia, you know, Kentucky, come tell me your story about your volunteer fire company. Yeah. Like there's lessons to be learned in all cultures of the fire service and not every story has to come from the biggest and best.
2: I talked to a guy the other day, uh, Rob, uh, saving from, uh, the Rochester area, and he like I'm gonna get him in for an interview, and he was like, "Well, you know, who's gonna want to hear from me?" And I said, "Stretch, the whole fire service needs to hear from you. Like, I want to talk to you about being a senior firefighter and being that unofficial leader." And he's like, "But why?" And I said to him, I "Was like, you know, you, you talked about bringing guys to see Brent Brooks in Toronto and going to the firehouses, and and like, do you know how that's like a lost art in of itself of going to get some like endemans crumb cake and some creamer and knocking on a firehouse door and saying hey brother we're from you know on the job in rochester we just wanted to come in and say hi we bought you know we bought uh cake. donuts and stuff or whatever Edemons else and some
0: half and half
1: yeah the
2: yellow, the
1: yellow crumb cake that's the one but I like think. that's right like, people need to hear up. that with the glaze on top <laughs> Oh, the raspberry one. I like the regular yellow one with the crumble. There,
2: there's this weird thing going on between Jeremy and then the guy that's into fitness. About really good. What?
1: what why am I stuck with this? Like here, we, the guy who's into fitness, right? I do fitness for sure. Uh, maybe I do a little more fitness than some other folks out there, but it's not my, as Jeremy raises his hand, yeah. it's not my be all end all, you know, and it's funny because I talked to, to different guests on, on the size up about that. And we do talk about that—that that sometimes you get pigeonholed out in society as you're only this one, uh, one type of person, let's say, and you have nothing else to offer anywhere else. And that's part of the thing that I like about interviewing folks who, when I ask them to come on the show, they'll be like, and they, they always—and I can tell even the way they're typing that they're typing passively, like I've never been on a podcast before. So cool! That's even better. Like, come on, let's talk about what you have going on because what you're doing. Is awesome, and people need to know about that because there's someone out there that's doing the same exact thing, or can learn from you how to do what they're doing better. And that's where I think everybody has something to offer.
0: Wow, and that's why what we're doing with National Fire Radio is rounding out the platform, right? I mean, we're we're tradition and culture. We're getting into the training aspect. We have another show that's going to be coming on very soon that's really going to go after the firematic and and uh, tactics and strategies. You have the lifestyle, health, and wellness, and you know. Because it matters what you do off the job, which I think you and I have crafted recently um, as how we want to brand the size up going forward. And I think that matters more than what I'm doing. Like when when you talk about when you unpack what guys are getting out of the job, there has to be some disconnect, right? Everything in the fire service, what we're watching right now is how dialed in you are, you know, like-minded people. We want to be all in on it. 100%. We we absolutely do, but there has to be some downtime. And it's yeah. what you do in that downtime allows you to recharge to come back bigger and better, to give back more and to get more out of it and to put more in it is only if you're good in your real life.
1: I feel like too that those those folks out there, they're burnout waiting to happen. You can't. You can't be twenty-four seven, three sixty-five. I'm a hundred percent all in, true on leader, fireman, whatever. You just can't. It's impossible. Um, and I think we see that in our, our home lives, you know, when we see unsuccessful marriages, we see that burnout, we see substance abuse, you know, it, you could be too far all in, I guess is what I'm I'm saying. Absolutely. You, you need these other pursuits. You know, I've, I've said it all the time where like by moving away from where I live or from where I work, I should say, I used to work five minutes or live in the city I worked in. Now I live 30 minutes away. That 30 minute commute home made me a different person when I walked in the door.
0: Well, I know Tracy is thankful yeah. for
1: that. Tracy's what? Tracy's happy?
0: The thankful episode. I'm sure she's she's thankful for that.
1: Tracy is thankful that I shaved my mustache, which I just recently did again. So it's,
0: it's disappointing because now you look um, like a 14. The
1: majority of people are saying it's disappointing, except for my wife.
0: Yeah. Well, luckily
2: she has a vote, but
0: she's got the biggest vote. My vote doesn't yeah. count. I only have to look at you like once a week, maybe.
1: I'll so. just tally you guys. She only sees me once a week sometimes, too, though. So you yeah, know. that's true.
0: So I, I agree, man. I think there's so much here. Um, what I wanted to do today was kind of just hop on a call real quick. Like I said, Sebi was supposed to join us. Sebi's our videographer. He's always behind the scenes. Every once in a while, I like to get him on camera or, or on audio with us just because he does have a, a, you know, a big part in what we do. He's just the, the silent guy in the background. Um, but he brings so much to the table. And I can tell you this, too. Um, I'm thank- very much thankful for him. He really has stepped up his game times 100 this year on the podcast, and on the social media side. We do a tremendous amount of projects outside of what people see. We work with a lot of manufacturers. There's been a lot of trips this year. Our media marketing side of National Fire Radio is growing exponentially, uh, which comes with a lot of deadlines, which comes with a lot of uh, post-production work, um, scheduling. There's so much involved, and he has every part to do with that. Um, And to be honest with you, I would be so screwed without him. Um, and so he's been a big part. I wanted them on today to, to thank him, um, for everything he does for us, but, um, you know, going forward, we're only getting busier. We have so many things coming out in Q1 next year, uh, let alone first half of next year. We're looking at a lot of different opportunities, partnerships, collaborations, and projects we're working on that are already in the hopper or scheduled. Um, we got a lot of stuff coming, man, a lot of stuff. And I'm just thankful, right? I, I think, you know, there's days, um, this is an important topic to me, um, and it goes to what we were just talking about. It's that burnout, and you go, 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 and then you need some time. Um, and I've come to value that that time off, whether it's an hour or whether it's a full weekend or whatever it looks like, to be able to just to step back a little bit, refocus, um, you need that. And uh, I don't really know how to do that, but I'm learning more and more how to do it.
1: I don't think any of us know how to do it. That that's part of the thing that makes us us.
0: You, do. Like, you just said you like to lay on the couch at night. Like
1: I, I don't, I don't know even what consider this, <laughs> that downtime. I, I don't even consider. I consider that like I'm falling asleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just the way that and I think most people are wired that way, and the way technology has affected us has only increased it. You know, like think about how many people are messaging the platforms and messaging you with questions and because you're you or on me or Rob's Rob or Tracy's Tracy on her platform we feel like we have to answer them right then and there and it's just constant go
2: it's also that emergency services mindset that we have because we don't ever it's not like we ever hear a structure fire and we're like yeah I'll get to that in a minute hold on I gotta finish putting the dishes away so like there's some of that's hardwired in from our job too I think and and it's just we're always we're always responding to, to put 100%. it a weird, in a weird way, I guess. But, but, you know.
1: We're always there to fix problems, right? People call us when they have a problem. And generally speaking, we resolve that problem. It, it may not be the complete fix, but we go there, we fix it, and we set them up for the next end of it. So when you have this mindset, that's how you feel everything
2: needs to be. And it's very hard to turn it off. But you know what? I'm I, Jeremy, you talked about this episode I am extremely thankful that I'm one of the problem solvers because I think the one thing that has always drove me crazy is when there's something going on and people are just looking at a problem and not doing anything and like I don't know just the you know that how people can watch somebody either be suffering and not help them or you know instead of doing some kind of proactive action getting out their phone to take a video (laughs) of it to post it, live stream it, whatever it is. Like I'm happy that I'm surrounded by people like you guys who are who are those helpers who will step in and do something
1: so you you two stand in line at the Home Depot. While you're waiting, saying how you could fix the problem in the cashier lines that there's only two cashiers and nine thousand 9, people.
2: Pip, you don't clearly know me enough to know that I would never be in line in the Home Depot to go fix something. <laughs> I'd be I like, let used me call some somebody.
1: Example: Target, yeah. wherever you want to pick, wherever it is.
0: Yeah, I very much that way. Um, or I just walk past and leave because I can't tolerate it. You know, I, <laughs> well, I put this stuff out. That yeah, looks
2: yeah, like EMS. I'm out of here, Jeremy. National <laughs> Fire Radio. <laughs> I did
0: uh, on a side note. I did get caught shoplifting the other day. Um, true story. And uh, yeah. Oh, I, so <laughs> all right. Let me well, break let's this talk thing. about this. Yeah, I was say let's bring this one into this one
2: and not talk about it.
0: Now this is so so uh, a, a good friend of mine when self checkout became a thing. Now, more than ever by us, every freaking store is self-checkout. And um, well, now they're making you work. And so my buddy says if they put friction in the system, he goes, Sometimes if it doesn't scan, it still makes it to my cart. I'm not gonna sit here and waste my time. It's they should have a cashier. And if they don't, so be it. So we (laughs) so hold that. I don't want this to sound terrible. So it's sounded great. Don't worry. Keep going, keep going. I have a thing with bottled water on the bottom of the cart. I just do. If it's there, it's there. I I forget about it. Oh, you don't it. scan mean, it? I forget it's there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I forget
1: it's there. Yeah. You put it so there. I forget. You're doing
0: self checkout. You got all these bags. You're bagging. You put the bags in the cart. You can't see below the cart. So you forget the water's there. So the other day, I go walking out of the store and I'm putting stuff in my truck. And as I get in and I start the truck up, I look over and there's a woman standing next to my passenger side door. And she's I roll down the window. Yes. And she's like, "Uh, I think you forgot to pay for the water. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. I let me come right in and take care of that. So I went in and paid the four dollars for the case of Poland spring water. And then I walked out. And I got home. I said to Terry, "I go. I finally got busted for stealing water."
1: (laughs) So, 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 so the forty cases you walked out with—they finally got you on this one,
0: huh? They
2: finally got me. Yeah,
0: they probably have a picture of me hanging up now. Like, don't let this guy self-check out without somebody watching him. But no, forty cases
2: of water.
1: <laughs> oh, come on,
0: you know what? So Jeremy's I- thankful <laughs> he didn't go to jail
1: the other day. The nice lady let him come back in and pay for it. Are
0: you kidding me? They were like, <laughs> Oh, you forgot. I was like, Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot. How, how terrible. They bought it.
1: That's what Jeremy said after he was oh. done. I bought it. I forgot. I was
0: actually kind of like mortified at first, and then I was like, Oh, you know what? Fuck.
2: You must have fine. had to back out of the parking spot because he seemed seen. you being like, Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I just
0: drove away, but anyway, uh, yeah. So I stole water the other day and uh, I paid for it. I paid for it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so I'm thankful. I like self-checkout, for
1: the- by the way. I'm thankful for self-checkout. It let's me get out of the store faster sometimes.
0: Um uh, of- just, yeah. just gonna, yeah.
1: just gonna right. throw it out there. I don't really mind it sometimes. I can knock it out now. I'm pretty good.
0: Well, I am too. Uh, definitely. And I guess another form of stealing then would be like, if you're buying apples, you obviously just buy the cheapest apples that pop up on the screen because you have to type in a
1: hundred percent. of the, I don't even know what apples I picked.
0: Oh, now. so I then, thing. So then you're doing the, the same. You're doing the same as me. Now. I
1: press whatever right. button it is, though. I don't even know. Maybe I'm paying the most expensive some days. Maybe I'm not. Who knows?
0: Nope, not me. Macintosh, when I'm buying, uh, you know, uh, wine. What is that? Uh, wine sap or, or gala.
2: Come Listen, on. Jeremy, you're a ball bearings guy and a firefighter, not an apple connoisseur. So I. Are you kidding I, me? I, I eat apples every day. I was trying to give you a pass here, but all right. Yeah. I'm
0: an apple guy, man. Why why can't I be an apple guy? Because what I do off the job matters, doesn't it? Like, can I enjoy apples?
1: (laughs) I am not inviting you on the show to talk about apples. I can tell you that much. Come on.
0: It'd probably be one of the best episodes you have. Yeah. The most downloaded episode ever. Most downloaded episode
1: ever. Apples. (laughs) Which variety you choose.
0: So going forward, I mean we're going to do a uh we're going to do an episode the the new year approach and and uh you know what 24 is going to look like. Rob, you got your own uh show that's been getting some uh traction now. We're uh yeah. a little bit of rebranding with it, but um talk to me a little bit about what you got going on with uh with what you're bringing forward.
2: Yeah, so we're rebranding the gospel. We're going to go into uh it's the, the new podcast is Frontline Mindset and we're going to kind of talk about um like, you know, mental resilience a little bit, some uh, some strategy and tactics stuff, and then really like the mindset of training and all these things, like every one of them, you know, kind of starts out with a mindset to get the person into it. And I want to talk about that mindset and what that's like and really dive into those conversations and see where it takes us.
0: So it's it's going to be a, a mix up of a couple of different things, right? Because I mean, mm-hmm. it should be said that um, You know, there was conversation about doing like training, but not training as in like, this is how you do this more about the admin side, planning side, the implementation yeah. side, right, coming up with ideas for a training culture within your department, things like that, right? But then you found that there was a lot more conversation about mindset was going along with that. And I know that mental health is important to you. PTSD is important to you. So yeah. to kind of put it all together in a in a package, um, you're looking at um, the the frontline mindset. Yes. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Well, I look forward to new episodes on that, new guests, uh, and so on. Pip's got his lifestyle, health and wellness. Uh, we got some ideas that we're going to be uh, ripping on that. That'll be fun. And, stop uh,
1: saying health and wellness with some of the ideas we've come up with for what you do off the job, but you know, it all ties in in a way yeah, it all ties in. I mean, like what what do you do outside the firehouse?
0: You work out, you eat, you drink, you dress, you party, you hobby,
1: like hobby. it, it, it like all that.
0: goes hand in. well. I mean, what how go ahead no, you're no, the no, guy man, doing I the like show it. you tell me hobby. you really pitch like me that, on
1: you hobby, right? Mm. No, but I think it's good. It's all the things you're doing in in the times you're not in the firehouse, you know, and what your life, maybe could be more important than the firehouse. You know, I know it's not cool on Instagram to say types of things like that, like what you do outside of the firehouse because you want to be the, um, 110% all-in guy, but everyone's doing stuff outside.
0: You yeah, know, and if you're not, things. you're doing it wrong because 100%. you can't just sit and watch TV and scroll TikTok all day, you know? And so what I'm hoping is that you open up some, some minds about what people are doing and how they spend their time off. Um, go for a walk, go for a hike, learn how to rock climb, go shoot archery, go fishing, build model trains. I don't care. Find Ooh. a hobby. Find something that is that interests you and pursue that. Because that's to me, man, that's that fulfillment. That's exactly what you need in life. I'm finding it more and more. See that my thing was is like the fire service to me was always that gap for me because I'm not a career fireman. Right. So it was like I had my real job. I have family. But then the fire department took over everything else. Problem is the fire department literally took over everything in my life because I love it so much. So that is my hobby on top of doing it as a as a passion, too. And so, you know, but I'm finding that I do need to find other things that I enjoy and and I need to exploit them further. And um and I just don't do enough of that yet. Um, starting to smoke more cigars, which is good. Not that it's good for you, but I enjoy it. I'm finding more, you know, finding I'm, I'm wanting to try different types and learn more about it. So that's a passion. That's something that's an interest. It's a hobby. It's something that, you know, can can maybe take my mind off of the the everyday hustle and grind and allow me to focus on something that I can zone out on and educate
1: and learn about something new that might interest me. You know, that's the intent. Right, Pip? Yeah, and I think, too, it's something you see more in the, the volunteer service is that it isn't someone's full-time job. You know, it is what they do in their free time. But that free time then becomes all-encompassing, and it's hard for a lot of folks to separate from that, to still have other passions because they're so passionate about that. Um, whereas on the career side, we have our days off, you know, where I'm not at work right now. And I'm not that I'm not thinking about work like everyone else would do on their time off, but it's not what I need to do. So I have all these other things to kind of fill my time. And that's exactly what we've been talking to folks about. And even folks that aren't in the emergency services, you know, I interviewed, uh, Allison a few weeks back. She's a, a nurse and she is one of the few people to f- complete go Rook selection, which is pretty damn hard is an easy way to put that but listening to her tell her story and, and just her life story she was like wow i've never told that story before and it was great so it's that passion for her to do these crazy endurance events um that i may be doing one with her next year nice. which would be really scary that's cool well
2: I, there's so much to come and, and yeah i do i would love for about that yeah why we're, we're really good at supporting you from the sidelines but of course we would be there <laughs>
1: But I think it's ah I think it's one of those things that really matters. You know, what you do, it's that that tagline, you know, because what you do off the job matters. I think that's really what makes you a well-rounded person, well-rounded employee, well-rounded firefighter, well-rounded nurse, whatever you are.
2: Well, it's grounding, too, right? Like I mean, how many times do, you know there was something I was reading the other day about the like the stack effect of calls at night, you know, or, you know, and so, like, even in the volunteer world, where you're talking about, like, you have to have something that grounds you back out from, you know, that pager going off and you having to do X, Y, Z, and then coming back to your family and going back into dad mode or being able to understand that, like, hey, I need, I need to, I need a minute here to decompress before I walk back through that door. Cause I just did X, ex- you know, it couldn't, it doesn't even have to be something bad. It could just be like you're all jacked up on Mountain Dew from that, that <laughs> awesome fire that you just ran. And, your family is like, hey, we were supposed to leave twenty minutes ago.
1: Yeah, you are back. You are back to the life of here we go again. You yeah. know, now, now I am doing this life, and it's such a challenge. You know, I am I am working on Thanksgiving, and you wonder if we go mutually are there going to be people there, or they're not going to be people there. Are they going to choose to leave their family, or are they not going to choose to leave their family that day? You know, and it's a big decision I have to make. Jeremy's being really quiet. I love you, you to- guys
0: talking about volunteer firemen. It's a lot of fun. We're not.
1: No, we're not, but again, no. We cool. I
0: mean, started. We both started,
1: yeah, at, we both both started as volunteers. Oh, I'm well aware.
0: Yeah, I, I'm listening. Course. I'm just sitting. Why can't I sit back and listen? Yeah. I'm enjoying this conversation.
1: Because no, then I, your mind
2: is thinking. I agree 100. percent What? Then your mind is thinking about things, and that scares you. Jer- <laughs> Jeremy, you're actually a really because I I think in Franklin Lakes when it rains, uh, when it rains it pours. Like how do you, how do you do that?
0: Thanksgiving's good for like s- seven to nine runs, you know, all bullshit, you know, Um, for the most part, you know, we'll we'll catch a, you know, kitchen fire oven fire or something every once in a while, but nothing nothing overwhelming, Um, but the holidays seem to ramp up and it's hard to, um, it's hard to make sure that you have adequate staffing, but we do. Um, You know, um, it's, you know, it's one of those things, you know, it's, uh, you make that commitment. Um, I, I don't, I think now more than ever I I'll sit and think for a second time of day what's going on you know or I'll put more factors into the thought instead of just running out the door especially on a holiday um only because you know I mean if I can go I'm going you know but if I know it can be covered and it's a bs if it's a bs run or something like you know whatever I, I you know I, you, you got to weigh it I mean that's just how that works but um, I know like last year I was hosting Christmas at my house and we had a we had a, a garage fire on Christmas Eve. Um, and that well, it was two years ago. And uh, garage fire busy Christmas like Christmas Eve, Christmas we're always running. it's nonstop. And um you know, what you call it? And uh, the guys caught a garage fire. I couldn't leave. I was in the middle of cooking prime rib for twenty two people. I had a uh, mm. houseful. Um, my wife was not here. She wasn't well at that time. So she was ill. Um, so she was actually at the hospital, uh, that Christmas Eve, like it was all these things. And it was just like, you know, just couldn't go, you know, you got to value personal life over, over the volunteer firehouse. Sometimes just have to,
1: you just said it right there. You have to value your personal life over. I mean, not just even the volunteer firehouse over your career, you know, like we do a second alarm recall, but it doesn't mean I can come every time because I I, like you have 20 people at my house or have this going on or have that going on. It's just not, you have to keep all these things in perspective. And I think that's something that this time of year, you know, the holidays, the end of the year is a good time to keep kind of bringing up and reminding people of, because it's sort of in your face, you know, you're, you're, you're seeing it all over the place with, with what's going on in people's family lives. So why not keep that in the forefront? Word. Yeah. um, awesome.
0: Let's talk Thanksgiving real quick, because that's what this episode is supposed to be about, and we went down every other road but that. Um, plans this year? What are we doing?
2: Going to Rochester.
0: Rochester,
1: New York? Yep.
2: Going to forward. see uh, our sister-in-law.
0: Nice. Pip, working?
1: Fifth year in a row. What do you winter. do?
0: What do you do in the firehouse on Thanksgiving? Chinese
1: food? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, no. Luckily, um, so if you have a Hyatt Hotel... In your response area. Uh, one of the things that they do is they cook Thanksgiving. Meals, making a note right now, right, yeah. right now. Emergency responders. Yeah. I thought it was just our Hyatt, but uh, I don't know. It's hard because with the 2472 schedule, you work Thanksgiving five to seven years in a row, depending on how the leap year works. So this is our fifth and final year on my shift of uh, Thanksgiving. Um, so every year, the Hyatt. Drops off an amazing meal for all of us. They do the same for the police and EMS in our, our city there. So, you know, all the outhouses come in, we set it up on the Bay floor and it's just a big family meal. Food's great. So I am, uh, I'm happy. This is the last year I'm doing it though. It's been, it's been a while since I've been with my family on Thanksgiving. So
0: for sure. I,
2: I think that's always been one of the fun things I know here in Fairview, like the, you work the holiday. It's kind of a given that like the family's invited to the firehouse and like the, the doors are open to make sure that that happens, because I you know it is tough, you know whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, but it, we do provide the opportunity, and we want to make sure that people can can be with their families and be because that's what it's all about. You guys cook? Yeah, yeah, we'll cook. Uh, I mean, in the past, I've smoked a turkey and a prime rib, and you know, loaded up. This year, my shift is is doubled up and thanksgiving
1: day and christmas day so
0: what do you mean doubled up
1: like we have thank we work thanksgiving oh, you christmas both? day yeah, yeah okay. i'm off i, I had the i have the seniority to get i could have had them both off but i, I just stayed <laughs> we i've done thanksgiving four years in a row what's what's the last one with the boys we can do it uh but i took christmas off but again that's one of those things too where it's, it's great when everybody's family kind of comes through you know if they're in the area um you know there's always loads of food and it's good to see everybody's kind of kids popping in and out that day. Um, and you just do the best with it, you know. And I think we all know someone has to do it, right? There's gonna be somebody on duty. And at some point in your career, it's gonna be you no matter what. So
2: make
1: the best of the day. Kind of a great day awesome. This year my city is doing a, a big flag football tournament. Um so we have a fire department team. Obviously none of us working or playing, but it should be interesting for the the inaugural Turkey bowl to see uh how many injuries are produced or how many people are trying to albundy it out there between all the various city departments that are, are remembering their Polk High days.
0: Yeah, for sure. And how many guys are not going to be able to come to work for the weeks following? Cause they're hurt. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. We, we, we got a pool. There's a pool going on that once we, you know, we, we don't know officially who's showing up, but we will definitely be gambling on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: Well, that's cool. Um, last thoughts, thankful, thankful for,
1: Rob's pointing. Go ahead, Rob. But you pointed. Uh, a, a one minute. So okay. So that means he's not going to talk. So getting yelled. Oh, no, that. listen. I'll, I'll stop. Like Rob,
0: that. Rob, you can't be doing this right now.
1: Dude, you're supposed to be replacing you're the 80s to, paneling. You see the wood paneling. You're box? Supposed to be you're on the ambulance right now, Rob. Good times. Are you back? Yes, I'm back. Oh, okay. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Pip. That's Jeremy. This is National okay. Fire Radio. Be thankful episode.
2: Thank you. Uh, I, I'm this year. I'm, I'm thankful for the people that pushed me to do better. So that was the question, right? What were the, I like, like it. Yeah. I
1: like it. Yeah. I like it, man. I like it. I am this year. I'm going to go, with, I, I'm thankful for opportunities. You know, I had this opportunity reappear uh, to, to start the size up again from, from you guys over here at national fire radio uh, I had a very interesting opportunity to ride up on the car for the past six months. And at work. And that was interesting to say the least. Um, but I got to grow and learn. Um, so that it's been cool. So yeah, thanks for all these amazing opportunities. And of course, my family, we're all going to say our family. Though, well, that's so, it. Right. So the Wu-Tang clan,
0: that's a good buddy of mine is huge into, into the Wu-Tang. And, uh, I told him about this record shop, this, uh, vintage record shop. And he went the other day, with his sister and they found some nice treasures in there that uh, they were looking for. So pretty cool. Um, thankful. You know, I love the opportunity one. That's really good. Um, I'm thankful for the friendships that I have. You know, I always, uh, I thought up until just recently, I had all the friends I needed or the people in my life that I've wanted. Um, and I've come to find out that most of those people are not what I've wanted or needed. And it's the people mm. relationships I'm making now at 46 years old are more valuable than any relationship I've made in the past. And um, that's not easy to accept, right? Um, But I am super thankful and grateful for the opportunity to meet people that make me want to do better. It's cool. You know, very much in line with what both of you said. I'm just much more eloquent about how I sum it up. And uh, so, you know, but remember, uh, yeah,
1: as, as Mrs. Pip said, though, there's a, a reason and a season for everything and everyone. So, all those friendships, there was a reason for them in your life. Oh, 100%. And, I don't. but But you do get people who feel like, I don't need any more friends. I have all my friends, or they're not out there trying to to do what the three of us are all talking about doing. You know, you just got to keep continuing. And these new seasons that appear in life, and this opportunity, and being pushed by others—they all coincide together to make you keep growing and and be better. So I'll get off my soapbox now, so you can't see me anymore.
2: You've been watching the Hallmark Channel a little too much, there, Pip. Did you did you
1: zoom in on your camera when I was just talking? No. Why did it look like I zoomed in? Oh no. anyway.
0: No, I, I'm just curious. Just
1: curious.
2: I touch anything. Just, <laughs> the worst, man.
0: Well, listen, guys. Um, I don't want to talk to you guys any longer, so we're gonna wrap this. Um, but it totally uh, you know, this, it. Is, uh,
1: this was probably one of this the worst we're not episodes. doing ending.
0: This is literally one of the worst episodes I've ever done in my life. Um but schedule I'm your real
1: episodes for, and you won't have to do I'm things. thankful yeah. for if you if you had your schedule down, you wouldn't have to do fillers. very true i've been busy
0: um no but i'm thankful for bad episodes because they make me realize that i'm better than this so uh (laughs) now i want to wish you both a very uh merry thanksgiving and uh you know have a wonderful day pip in the firehouse rob in rochester new york i think you're supposed to get some snow up there so enjoy that Mm -hmm. um and uh what I said, oh, boy, stay tuned for the holiday episode. Oh,
1: yeah, because this one's, really to gonna, be this one's really going to bring people in. I have a lot of good festive outfits I would like to wear okay. on a holiday episode. Like, I don't. National right. Fire Radio ugly sweaters. Like
2: Rob, remind there me. There can be
1: cocktails Rob, involved. remind
2: me why we. I warned you. I uh, said, this, this would be a possibility. <laughs> you guys love me sometimes. Like a hemorrhoid. I mean, yes, I, you are <laughs> amazing, Pip. Yeah. All right, I'm tired. Uh, happy
0: guys, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy happy your family.
1: everyone. Nice thanks, you guys, too. Talk thanks to you
0: later. In. You can stay I'm on. Honest. I'm just signing off. But we're
1: going to be recorded.
0: Just hang out for a minute. Will you? <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> everyone, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the National Fire Radio Podcast. Do me a favor. Do not take this episode back to the firehouse. Do not talk about this episode. In fact, bury this episode. Burn it. <laughs> don't ever listen to it again. It was freaking terrible this is why i do podcasts alone and not with these two clowns anymore because i'm much better alone so fellas thank you happy thanksgiving uh and to everyone that's listening we wish you all a happy thanksgiving enjoy your family be safe on the fire ground we'll see you at the next one jeremy national fire radio